asshole. You're kidding. Just one shot? They're not all zombies, Doug. How do you fight this thing? Maybe we could drown it in A1 sauce. Well, sometimes, that is better. The person you put up there ain't the person that comes back. It's dead song to get down with. About six feet under. Get dead. Ooh, I love this song. Welcome to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama. Hello and welcome to episode 120 of the Rotten Views podcast, where today we're watching a movie for the first time ever uh, from 1994, Trapped in Paradise. Before we get into that, I want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening to the podcast, who's been sharing the podcast, leaving comments, leaving reviews, all that fun stuff. I appreciate everything. I've been seeing a bunch of various spikes, which are big spikes for me. Uh, A lot of these other podcasts, it probably wouldn't be even a speck on their the radar but there's been a couple days where i've had like 56 listens in a single day even up to 100 listens in a single day which i think is crazy uh i appreciate all the new listeners i see the audience uh growing ever so much and i appreciate it all and thank you guys from the bottom of my heart i'm glad you guys are enjoying this i I enjoy doing the podcast i do in my free time so the fact that i can do this and people actually enjoy it uh, it makes it a little bit better i guess uh it makes me feel a little bit better about myself Uh, i know i'm doing this for myself but the fact that other people can enjoy it as well makes it even that much more meaningful to me i guess and um with this episode dropping i believe it's dropping on the usual saturday which is as christmas eve i believe uh yeah christmas eve so i want to say merry christmas to everyone i hope you guys all have a great christmas hopefully you guys didn't get too much coal i know i probably will but that's besides the point um but yeah i appreciate everything and i hope you guys have a great holidays hopefully you guys can spend it with your family if you do so or you know if you guys are spending it alone and just relaxing watching christmas movies or horror movies or whatever you're watching i hope you guys do have a great day a great weekend and i will see you guys before the uh the new year because i think yeah we're gonna have one more episode out before the new year and uh yeah it's gonna be another christmas related movie just to end off the month uh but you'll find out what that movie is at the end of this one um just to put it out there firsthand too if you guys want to check out the artwork i've been posting a lot more artwork as well you can check that out on instagram facebook and youtube's becoming the more popular way to look at the artwork because i'm doing youtube shorts and we still do have some youtube uh like art streams set up and art videos that i'm editing and whatnot all that stuff is going to start to go live in the new year uh, might not be the first month but probably the second month for sure uh we're going to have some gaming videos going live on that as well and uh we might try and do some other special content it all depends on what timing i can get and how much stuff i can get done uh I, you know i just gotta stop slacking i feel like i'm always slacking even though i do do a lot of work um but it's just how my mindset is i feel like i never get enough stuff done in a day or in a week or in a month but you know that's just how it's always been uh, i'm a workaholic and i don't mind that so um 
hope you guys appreciate all the new episodes that are coming out uh, i will be working on some new digital artwork at some point in time uh, i guess some commissions that i need to get done as well that i'll be sharing and we'll go through the video process so you guys can see me actually doing the artwork um yeah we're gonna have some more anime artwork coming out and some comic book stuff coming out as well because that stuff's been actually hitting really well on youtube and i do enjoy doing that kind of style of work so yeah hopefully you guys all enjoy it and if you guys have any suggestions on what you would like to see me draw just leave it down in the comments on youtube or send me a message at you know one of my social medias just drop a dms or even at the rotten views at gmail podcast uh link you can do that as all as well the link tree links will all be down below so you just click on that and it'll take you to whatever sites you want to go to so let's jump right into the movie at hand we are watching from 1994 it's a comedy romance for an hour and 51 minutes called trapped in paradise which is streaming on disney plus and i'm an idiot because i bought a dvd copy but that's that's all right it's no big deal on imdb it's a 5.9 out of 10 on rotten tomatoes it's 10 percent, and on letterbox it's a 2.7 out of 5 i think those scores are a little bit low but that's just my personal opinion uh, apparently 72 percent of google users like this film uh, initial release was november 21st 1994 and directed by George Gallo. Uh, George Gallo also did um, Bad Boys. He was a writer for that. Writer for Midnight Run. Uh, writer for Middlemen. I don't know that one. I should just stuck with the ones I actually know. Uh, but yeah, he was a writer for Bad Boys, Bad Boys 2. Um, I think he was a character too in that. I could be wrong. Uh, but he wrote and directed this in 1994. The movie that we're talking about, Trapped in Paradise. And then, you know, there's a couple other things that uh, are TV movies or made for TV movies. So we're not going to really touch on those too much. Uh, it's got a pretty fun cast. I'm not going to lie. It's got Florence Stanley. She's playing the mother. Um, she's best known for uh, being Abe's wife on Barney Miller. Uh, I like that show a lot. So if you guys haven't checked that out, it's an old detective show. Uh, definitely go ch- go check that out. You can find it on YouTube actually now, full episodes. But yeah, the main cast is Nicolas Cage, Dana Carvey, and John Lovitz. Uh, it's a very weird combination. One doesn't really belong with the others, that being Cage, because I don't take him as a serious con comedy act but the other two are pretty good it's like an snl movie but like to my thoughts it's an snl movie at least with a quick storyline uh bill furple I think that's how they pronounce their last name, Furple. Has managed to stay honest, but can't help but be dragged into things by his larcenous brothers, the clever Dave and the kleptomaniac Alvin. When the three find a bank so easy to rob that they can't resist, the only question is whether or not they can get out of town before the big snowfall hits. While the three brothers run around town with their stolen loot, they are besieged with the kindness of the town folk that might just set them on the path to righteousness. Uh, the quick tagline, the story of a town that gave so much, even these guys can take any more uh trivia the town in trapped in paradise has to appear virtually buried in snow so that the characters were trapped essentially and they couldn't leave so the filmmaker supplemented real snow with 75,000 pounds of custom made biodegradable potato flakes from idaho also uh, one of the goofs is when alvin is saying goodbye to merlin the horse he leans over to kiss him and the kiss sound effect actually is heard while alvin is still in mid-sentence so it's a little bit of editing issues there but it's still it still makes for a fun fun scene and i honestly didn't catch on to it so there's that so as always this uh, review 
or podcast episode will be full of spoilers for this movie. So if you guys really want to watch the movie and don't want to be spoiled, I'll understand if you pause it right now. But please make sure to come back. We need you here. Uh, I really do. Uh, I don't know why we do without you guys. Um, please come back if you have to pause it. But like I said, apparently streaming on Disney Plus. I'm an idiot and have a DVD copy. Uh, but uh, that's fine. I like the DVD copy. It's just a basic, uh, basic one that I found in a cheap Walmart bin. So it's not that big of a deal. But anyway, so we're going to jump right into the movie. And now, preview time. When it comes to entertainment, you can't beat a good film. So let's take a look at what's coming your way. The following program is brought to you in living color. Saturday Night at the Movies, the television series which each week brings you the finest in recent motion pictures. 20th Century Fox would like you to meet the Furpo family. Dave. Once released from this prison, I, much like my reptilian brother, the pterodactyl, shall fly high above my problems. Alvin. Excuse me. The sign says take a pen, not take all the pens. <laughs> Bill. Look at that abandoned car. <laughs> it's my car. Oh. Their ma. Beautiful dreamer. Hey, Edna. I was like to ride in the trunk of the car. Edna. Edna. Are we sleeping together? I think not. One big temptation. Forget it. Forget what? There's no money in the vault. Hey, what have we here? $275,000. <laughs> One brilliant plan. This is a robbery! Who's got the key? Raise your hand! Oh. Do you boys really want to do this? Absolutely! But on Christmas Eve, it doesn't seem right. One huge mistake. I just did what the map said. I made four lefts. Four lefts? As a circle, you idiot! Robbing the bank was easy. Well, we're not dead, if that's what you mean. Why don't you come join my family and me for a wonderful Christmas dinner by the fire? But surviving the nicest little town in the world... Here we are. That's the hard part. Come on in. I just want these people. I don't want to get to know them, all right? If you don't give me that money, I'm going to throw your mother out the window. All right, all right, love you too. But you need any money? Oh, no, we, we've taken more than I share already. <laughs> 20th Century Fox presents the story of three brothers looking to get out of paradise. Is there a bus or a train? Any way they can. Ah! Ah! Nicholas Cage. I'm getting this feeling that you're not telling me something. John Lovitz. Yeah, with this feeling you're getting is paranoia. Dana Carvey. Come on, let's just go. Trapped in paradise. Don't aggravate the old witch. I wish I was a witch. Shove my broomstick right up your... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, by 20th Century Fox. movie starts out with a, uh, a stage area of this, like, horse and sleigh, and it's, like, a, pretty much from a Christmas uh, town that you would set up in your home. It's one of those glass ones. And then the intro credits roll on, and then we see the busy streets of, I believe, New York. Yeah, New York, because they go to New Jersey at one point. And then there's a traffic jam. Everyone's walking through the streets, walking down the sidewalks, walking through the cars on the road. Uh, they all are busy to get to where they're going. Because it's that Christmas spirit. Then we we see a wallet hit the sidewalk as it's getting kicked around town and down the subway stairs. That's when we see Bill, played by Nicolas Cage. Uh, he picks up the wallet and starts going through it. And there's a bunch of money in it. And they notice that 
there's like family pictures and stuff in it and he wants to take it but he feels bad at the same time then we see bill and the confessions uh altar stand i don't know i don't do church where you do the confessionals and uh he's like you know father sorry it's been a few weeks since i've been here and the flower speaks so he's like been five years actually since you've been here he's like okay well let's not start on the wrong paths let's not start on the wrong feet let's you know let's not pick at each other's you know issues i know it's been a little bit of time i just thought it was two weeks so what if it's been five years no big deal we find out the wallet uh, that bill picked up had eight hundred dollars in cash in it we find out the father is doing a crossword puzzle the entire time while talking to bill and we find out um bill apparently mailed off the wall to his rightful owner because he's the nice guy and he's the good the good son in the family then the father says did you see the paper because anyone on parole at this time can get early release for the new year i guess as a, like a christmas miracle uh then we cut to john lovitz who is dave and dana carvey who is alan uh john lovitz character is like a person who keeps lying and c- tries to be sneaky and then dana carvey's character is the kleptomaniac who just like take anything and everything that catches his eye but we cut to them sitting in front of the judge and they're telling jokes to the judge to try and i don't know cheer him up and to release him quicker i don't really know their plan there but uh dave loves his character goes on about how the joke was just to be like i want to be like a hawk soaring up in the sky flying high above to never return to jail ever again and we find out dave is known to be a liar and like i said um alvin is the kleptomaniac and the whole time alvin's just staring at like this pendant that's on the the judge's um shirt or maybe it was his tie i wasn't really sure he's just like, ooh, shiny shiny i i want i want i want it it's shiny then we see the guards taking uh dave and elvin uh to the front gates to be released and i think dave's giving the the guards some money he's like yeah go take out your wife or whatever you know you know spoil yourself a little bit and then of course we see bill their brother picking them up and we find out Bill's not too keen on his brother. He's like, you know, before you say anything, Dave, I don't want to hear it. Whatever you want to say is no. The answer is going to be no, and it's going to stay no. And then Alvin's like, you don't have any issues with me, do you? He's like, no, not yet, at least. Keep your mouth shut. So the three of them decide to go visit their mother. We see Dave making fun of this abandoned car that's on the side of the road, and Bill's like, that's my car. So Dave's like, oh, wow, it's really nice. Um, You know, it's, it's. I'm sure the space rocket makes less noise than it, but, you know, it's it'll you probably get good gas mileage. And the entire time, Alvin's sitting in the back seat just pretty much laughing and giggling uh, we find out dave wants to go out of state to visit uh there's this girl a daughter who is her father's in jail and apparently the whole story is that the father hasn't seen his daughter in a while and the, his christmas miracle is to have her finally show up to jail to visit him because he hasn't seen her for so long and that's when bill's like no it's not happening you're under my custody you can't leave the state we're not going to new jersey we're not going to pennsylvania we're not going to anywhere else you're staying in new york and that's that then they stop at a store to get some stuff and then bill stays in the car but he looks out the window into the store and that's when we see alvin stealing all the money out of the register as the cashier is nowhere around so he rushes in to take the money out of his pocket and push it back in the cash register and the cashier comes up and starts screaming he's like no no it's fine it's fine we're putting everything back he doesn't know what he's doing he's a little retarded it's fine but anyways they go to leave the store and the cashier is still chasing after him and then, of course there's cops next door busting someone else so the three brothers freeze because the cops turn on them and bill has his hand in his pocket and he goes to like show the cop something and that's when the cop gets ready to shoot at them so they start running and then bill's very annoyed because he's like i haven't been with you guys for three minutes or five minutes i should say and we're already being chased by the cops so then bill pushes the two brothers up against the wall as one of those rookie cops is coming up and he pretends to be an undercover agent and that you know he's doing it as a ploy to save his brother's asses but he's like you know you you screwed up this operation that i have going for the last five years you go take your rookie ass out go get the cars and get ready to pick these guys up next thing we see is them at home sitting down for a meal with their mother the mom's going on about how 
she misses the big screen TVs and the VCRs that they used to have when the, the brothers were still around. And then Bill's like, well, I'm not sure who misses them more, you or the original owners. And that's when the mom's like, you're not saying the items were stolen. He's like, no, not saying it was stolen at all. No, of course not. I'm sure the gas station just robbed itself. And then Alvin speaks up. He's like, hey, they had no proof that we robbed the gas station. All they had was our fingerprints. That's no proof. Alvin, of course, is the, the stupider of the uh, three brothers. Then the mom reads a note from uh, Dave that is given to him, apparently, by the the man in jail who wants to see his daughter. It's this whole love sappy story of, you know, make, trying to make people feel bad. And then the mom's like, you know, you guys should go do that. You guys should definitely go do that. Then we see Bill getting ready to head out to work uh, where he's serving tables by the looks of it. And then Dave shows up asking if the customers like his brother's work. And then we hear police sirens in the background. It seems apparently Bill lost his wallet during the crime scene scuffle earlier on. So now the cops are searching for him, or at least that's what Dave Dave tells him. The next day we see Dave in the payphone booth talking to his mother. The mom is saying they shouldn't come back to New York and they're hiding in New Jersey at this point in time because the cops are hitting everywhere trying to find them. Then Dave mentions they can't go back home yet so they might as well just do that job for their friend in Pennsylvania. Then Bill's saying it's just a setup to get his own way and Dave is looking like an idiot like no no I would I would never what are you talking about brother I would never scam you into doing anything that you didn't want to do then we see them driving down some back roads coming into the small town known as paradise when they are driving they almost run into an officer on horseback who gets spooked and then gets dropped to the ground because the horse gets spooked and kind of kicks him off then we see a crowd showing up and some more cops showing up like sheriffs are showing up you find out the gentleman who fell off the horse is actually the sheriff's son and he's actually a little bit slow um um, I know I used the R word earlier, but we'll just say a little bit slow. He's he's special. And the sheriff's like, oh, you guys are here for the Winterfest. And they're like, uh, yeah. Yeah, also, we're here for, you know, meet a girl named Sarah. I forget the last name that they say. The cop's like, no, there's no Sarah, that that name that lives here. There's only this, the one Sarah that works in the bank. That's the only Sarah that, that lives in this town because we're just a small town. We know everyone who lives there. She apparently works in the only bank in town, of course. And then we see them inside the bank and Alvin and Dave look around like they're kind of scoping the place out. And Bill's looking around and notices the security guard is asleep in the chair. And he's like flicking his nose and flicking his ear and the security guard doesn't wake up at all. Then he sees this security cord coming behind the officer and he looks up at the camera looks down at the cord and the cord is actually cut it's not even attached to anything then this lady comes over to talk to alvin uh, saying the sign says take a pen not all the pens though uh then this old man comes over and we find out the girl talking to alvin is actually sarah and i believe the old man's name is mr anderson uh bill comes over to talk to her and says you know sorry about my brother he's uh well you know mentally retarded is the words that he just uses it's a different time the word didn't mean as much apparently then after they talk uh sarah goes to do her work and bill lights up smoke saying there's no money in this bank and then the guards come in to drop off i think two hundred fifty thousand dollars. and bill starts choking on smoke and they leave the the bank it's like oh okay maybe there is some stuff here then the car they are driving down some back roads and dave says to bill would you be upset if i told you that maybe there's a slight chance just maybe there's some guns in the trunk of the car bill makes them pull over to the car and alvin says well we only got the car from fast eddie and he's like well who's that well he, he runs a gun store he's a drug dealer and other stuff so they open up the trunk and Alvin's like oh my gosh there's a whole arsenal in the back wow that's crazy I didn't know that was going to happen then we see them in the grocery store I think it's like a grocery store and maybe it's like this little town shop because there's also clothes in there as well and Alvin's trying to steal some Captain Crunch but all he's literally doing is spilling all the cereal onto the floor and then he sees a toy on the ground so he picks it up and pockets it as he's trying to walk away 
stealthily as he's stepping on the cereal and it's crunching the whole way. Then we see Bill getting mad at Alvin for trying to steal stuff and we find out Alvin has a jacket full of random stuff like ski masks and sunglasses and everything. So that's when I'm like, okay, are they not in a grocery store? Because they got groceries, but they also got clothing and everything else. The clerk is uh, ringing some stuff up because they're getting ready to leave. And then his like helper is behind him, like breathing down his neck. Ask, and the clerk's like, well, can you bag up the stuff? And the helper's like, well, all of it? It's like, no, just the stuff you don't have an emotional attack to yes all the stuff you idiot then we see them in the back of the car getting ready to hit up the bank in their new disguise their sunglasses and ski masks they go in the bank and the old banker is still asleep and they start to hold everyone up up in the bank one of the old ladies in the bank says it's christmas eve and it's not right for what you guys are going to do you're going to wreck winterfest for us and we find out the old lady is actually married to i think the the president of the bank which is mr anderson uh they find out the vault key is Locked. Uh, so Dave says everyone raise their hands who has the key and he looks around everyone already has their hands up because they already were told to raise their hands and then he's like lower your hands okay who has a key and he tells him raise your hands and the one lady goes raise her hands like oh no you didn't mean I like car keys or house keys okay I'll put my hand back down and then the lady mentions her husband is the only one with the vault key and that he's on his lunch right now at the moment and they're gonna have to wait till he's back and Bill grabs the old lady and takes her outside to the car and he kicks the grill a couple times to get Alvin's attention because Alvin's off in his own little world. He's like, we gotta go over to this restaurant that's across the street, which is convenient because we need to get the bank key because we're not waiting 45 minutes for the Mr. Anderson to come back to unlock the vault. I want to get this job done and I want to get it done now. Then we cut to uh, Dave back in the, the bank singing songs with the bank hostages and I might try and get a clip of this one but it's I forget what the song is but he's like if you guys screw up you guys go and get shot. We see Bill trying to make his way through the restaurant. It's jam fucking packed. He's getting pissed off and then he raises his gun and they're saying it's a robbery and I always makes a, a face. He's like we're going, we're going to rob both places? And then while everyone's you know their attention is on full awareness of what's going on in the situation uh alvin actually hands his gun to one of the patrons he's like "Uh, can you hold this so i can eat some of your food i'm just hungry right now it's been a while while. let me see alvin mentioning they shouldn't leave the people in the restaurant so then we cut to bill and alvin trying to take everyone out of the restaurant and move them across the street into the bank as dave is doing yoga with the other people that are inside the bank to try and relax him like you guys just you know you guys just gotta relax everything's gonna be fine we're just robbing the bank we're not gonna hurt you and get unless you guys try to screw up and then we're gonna shoot you it's fine just relax stop shaking everyone and then they start coming in the bank and then dave's like what did you guys bring the whole town I just got the first group of people to relax. Now they're all stressed out again because now there's a bigger group of people. They make Mr. Anderson open the vault. We see Bill sneaking into the vault over the like laser trip wires as Dave is doing some breathing exercises with the new group of people trying to get them all to calm down. Then on the way out of the vault, he actually hits one of the lasers and the alarm goes off. And then as Bill and Dave are getting all the the money together they hear police sirens and alvin is starting to freak out in the car and he's like no officer i was just i was just sitting here i was just he's just going over his plan that's what he's going to say he's like no officer i was just sitting here it's just a coincidence that the alarm's going off and as they get ready to get into the car bill or no not bill alvin he speeds off because he's freaking out bill and dave start to chase after him and he stops and then he speeds away again they finally get the stop and uh Bill's like, oh, I wonder if he's going to drive away this time. They finally get in the car, and we see them driving down the back road to their second getaway car. 
that they have stashed off to the side. While changing things over, the keys fall out of Bill's pocket. He realizes that they still have the vault keys. And I think it's Dave. He's like, wow, you want to hit it up next year too? Make it a little Christmas family tradition, huh? And then we cut to inside the jail and we see uh, a big mafia guy known as Vinny talking about this bank that he can rob because it's you know, it's a bank out in the middle of nowhere. The guards are stupid. The wires are all cut. And we see this old man saying, hey, did you hear about the TV? What was on TV? You just heard about this bank that got robbed in paradise. And that's the bank that Vinny's talking about. He gets pissed off and he just sees red. He sees the image of Dave and Alvin sitting in front of him, and it's just clear red like a bull. And he, he gets so pissed off that he flips the table that he's sitting at inside the jail. Then we see a helicopter landing in paradise as the sheriff and his kid are meeting up with the special agents who are wondering if they saw anyone suspicious in town earlier today. And then we see the agents in a, this briefing room that's actually a gym. And they're looking at the map. And they're like, well, they must be headed north. I'm assuming that's the only way they're heading. North must be the only way of getting out of paradise. Then the car, Bill is freaking out because he saw the same farmhouse again. And they're going in circles. And Alvin's like, no, I just took a left and a left and another left. Why? We're not going in circles. Then a state trooper drives by them and spins out and starts chasing after them. So they go to speed away. And somehow Alvin is driving and crashes the car off this area that's before a bridge. And lands on a frozen lake. And Alvin's blaming the crash on the car for not having chains on the tires because he needs chains on the tires if he's going to be driving in the back roads when it's winter then a guy yells down asking what happened and they're like well you know had an accident kind of drove off the road and then they need to come in his car or they're going to freeze to death and they're like okay i guess we don't really have much of an option they get in the guy's car and they're made to sing christmas songs because he's taking them back to his aunt and uncle's house and his aunt and uncle like to sing christmas songs a lot so he's like you guys gotta be warm up you gotta be warm to do this because there's gonna be a lot of singing coming right now and then and at this point, Bill sees they are heading back into paradise because they drove by the Welcome to Paradise uh, sign. We see them showing up at the guy's aunt and uncle's house, which is actually Mr. Anderson's home, uh, the man who owns the bank. And then he's like, I remember you guys from the bank. And Bill's like, looking all confused. He's like, well, bank, what, what, are you talk what are you talking about, bank? Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to put you guys on blast. You know, the bank got robbed earlier today by three guys, or two guys, well, three guys, because there was a getaway driver. And he's like, oh, uh, that's that's crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about that. He's like, well, no, I just... Just remember you guys talking to Sarah. Sarah upstairs. We call her Sarah upstairs because she actually lives upstairs in this house too. That's how small of a goddamn town it is. Then the Mr. Anderson uh, gives them all presents from under the tree because they need warm clothes to wear. And he's like, Bill's like, this is for your wife. I can't I can't take this. So guys, yes, this is fine. Merry Christmas. Then we see Sarah coming downstairs because, like I said, she lives upstairs. He's like, oh, well, hello, Sarah upstairs. Or Bill says that to her. And then he's like, well, actually, may I should call you Sarah downstairs because now you're downstairs. Clever. Ah, you're so funny, Nicholas Gage. We also find out they have a dog in the home named tripod i'm gonna let that sink in for a few seconds if you guys can wonder why it's called tripod well guess what it's called tripod because it's only got three legs which is going to come in later on in the movie which is kind of a funny little joke then we see dave talking to this kid who's watching tv and then on tv we see a news report coming out about inmates who escaped jail and on the tv you see a picture of Vinny's mugshot and his buddy's mugshot and dave's like oh crap shit shit oh this is gonna, this is not gonna be good oh god he's already on to me then dave grabs the phone to call the mom she picks up the phone and then the phone's taken by Vinny, saying he wants the money or she's going to be thrown out the window and this whole time dave's trying to pretend that he's actually talking to his mother because bill wants to talk to her and then Vinny is asking where his money is the entire time bill wants to talk to his mom but 
Dave keeps pretending, you know, I'm too busy. I'm talking to her. And then he hangs up the phone. And he's like, oh, sorry. Did you actually want to talk to mom? I'm sorry. You should have said something. I didn't I didn't understand that you want to talk to mom. Uh, she's doing good, though. She's just you know, making some dinner for tomorrow and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's, it's fine. And then Vinny's buddy's like, well, what did he tell you? He's like, told me he loved her. Because the whole time, Dave is trying to pretend that he's talking to his mother. So he's pretending that he's saying, I love you to his mom. And he actually said it to Vinny, the guy who's going to rip his guts out. And then we see Bill and everyone sitting down for a family meal. And Alvin grabs the gravy and starts smothering actually smothering his plate with it to the point where you can't see the potatoes or anything else on his plate because it's just literally a plate full of gravy now at the table dave is wondering how much money was stolen from the bank because he's curious how much they made off with because apparently the number that they say is usually not the actual number they're trying to you know play around with the numbers a bit then at this point dave says how robberies stimulate the economy and then mr Nance is like ah not so much in this town because the big city banks are trying to take out my little bank because you know I'm not making enough money. I'm you know, I'm trying to actually give back to the community, then take from the community. And then Dave's like, "Oh, well, I feel like an asshole now." Sarah then comes back and saying how they uh, she found them a bus to take them to Philly, and then from Philly they can take the train to New York. And then Bill's like, "Well, you know, hopefully we can make it back to New York, you know, by midnight." We then see them getting um, ready to go out in this blizzard as Sarah's um, getting ready to head to the bus station. Uh, then we see two guys from the store. Uh, they're acting as deputies now because apparently the sheriff needed some extra help so he went and got some townsfolks to be at, like on call deputies and it's the dumb clerk well the clerk and then his dumb helper um they're they're watching and pretty much stalking the brothers the whole time and then the dumb brother's like oh i think they're going somewhere he's the clerk looks over he's like no shit eh yeah they're in a car driving away of course they're going somewhere let me see Vinny and his buddy taking the mom into the car and to find her sons of course and she's pissing them off to the point where they threaten to put her in the trunk of the car then we see the boys getting dropped off at the bus station and Bill goes off to get tickets. He's like, you two split up. Act like you guys don't know each other. And then uh, Dave's bugging Alvin. Alvin's like, leave me alone, you creep. Go away. Shoo, I don't know you. Stranger danger. And then the two guys show up. I think one of them's Ted. The, like the clerk owner who's acting as a deputy. And he's coming up with a plan to take the money because they are tired of working the same old stupid job. And they want to steal the money from the bank for themselves so they don't have to work at the little grocery store or whatever the hell they're working at. Then we see Bill uh, taking a few dollars out of the duffel bag to pay for the bus ticket. But then he starts freaking out because sheriffs are actually walking in so he puts the money back he's like i really don't have the money right now to buy the tickets i don't know what i'm going to do I, ca I can't get home for christmas and then the the bus ticket lady is very nice so she just gives him the tickets and says merry christmas he's like i can't i can't do it he's like well you're in paradise so you know take it let me see bill outside the bus stop and someone asks to see what's in the bag and you know he's being like what what bag as he's holding it like a baby he's like no nah, there's no bag here what are you talking about and then the stupid clerk goes is trying to steal the bag and then he gets dropped to the ground and the cops all pull the gun out him on him and then there's uh, it gets a little confusing at one point because then the other clerk gets the bag but then there's gunshots and he drops the bag and bill makes off with the bag and the two brothers follow off with him but now at this point when the clerk tried to steal the bag uh, or the grocery store guy that's acting as a deputy once they tried to steal the bags or the bag of money now it seems like they're the bank robbers so now they're being put under the spotlight then we see the three brothers in their spot of town and bill's freaking out trying to have a smoke as he's shaking trying to come up with a plan to get out of town then we see back at the 
FBI briefing spot, which is inside the school gym. Uh, as the cops are playing ball, he's like, can you guys stop so I can actually focus and look at the map? Uh, I think two kids or maybe one kid comes in and says he saw like the car off in the, the river. Then we see the three brothers as they're taking a small boat and pushing it onto the river to use as their new getaway vehicle. I'm not sure how that's going to work out, but that's that's going to be a, a long row. Then we see Vinny, another guy stopping at a diner and taking the mom out of the car. And literally, they're like, I'm tired of your shit. Get in the trunk. Just get in the trunk now. I'm, I'm not dealing with this anymore. Then we see the brothers in the boat rowing. And then in front of them, there's a police helicopter with a searchlight going and i'm not sure if they hit like rapids at this point in time or what happens but alvin falls out of the boat and is getting taken away by this heavy water and then we see a group of old people finding alvin who's stuck in the freezing water up against like a rock or something and they start making a chain of people to try and save him and they they get him and drag him into the home also at this point in time dave and bill show up as well to help and they they drag alvin in front of this fire inside the one of the old person's homes and bill's like he's turning blue and dave's like well what's what's that mean is that a bad thing like what well, blue a good color then the old man gives him cpr and alvin's like hey you you smell good then we see the sheriff and the fbi agents pulling the car out of the the river and that's where we find ski masks inside of the car and he's like oh this must have been the getaway vehicle from the bank robbery then we see the br- the boys uh going with the old couple to church because you know they're like hey thank you for saving my brother's life so i guess we're gonna go to church together that's when they run into mr anderson and uh sarah and sarah pulls um bill off to the side asking why are they still in town he's like well you know mr bus silly enough it just drove away without us then bill says to her he can't leave because he knows what he knows now and he likes the people of the town and he wants to help them out he doesn't want to hurt them at all then as they are talking they notice uh they're in a graveyard and for some reason bill goes to kiss sarah and she pulls away and then just walks off then we see dave and alvin showing up with a horse and sleigh and they tell bill to get in because this is a new getaway vehicle because the cops are starting to show up and they need to get out of the area we couldn't see a bunch of cops showing up to the church as the brothers are trying to escape uh, with horse and sleigh that they stole from the handicapped sheriff's son who is dressed as santa we find out they uh they stole the sleigh of course and we are now in a police chase with horse sleigh if that makes sense and somehow all the cops get stuck together between each other as the sleigh is going away one of the cops tries to jump a snowbank and literally crashes right into a tree as uh the brothers make off in their sleigh out of town they get off the horse and sleigh and then alvin starts to get sad because they don't want to leave the horse behind melvin i think or merlin the horse i think it's merlin uh and merlin starts to follow him alvin's like no sorry buddy you, you gotta stay i know i know i want you to come with me but you can't make it to the highway where they're trying to hitch a ride then the horse and sleigh break through this little bit of ice and starts freaking out and bill looks back he's like oh fuck six i can't i can't just let the horse die so they run back to try and save the horse and they actually push the horse and sleigh out of the ice somehow and we see them on this like roadside diner sitting inside the diner eating as the horse is standing outside the window just looking in at them he's like i want some food too guys bill then has an idea seeing that they still still have the vault keys he wants to return to paradise to put the money back in the vault and dave's not happy with that plan at all he's like what you want to get pinched you want to be the first person ever pinched for putting money back into a bank and then alvin speaks up he's like you know what i want my share of the money to go back as well i want to help out the town of paradise and then this is at this point alvin breaks out that you know it was all just a setup to get bill to actually to come to paradise because this whole entire time alvin's actually had bill's wallet and that uh, everything was a setup and then um bill's like well what about work with the cops and dave's like <laughs> well you know about that i might have slightly you know kind of just called in a, a a sniper scare or a bomb scare on top of the roof and that's why all the cops were showing up then bill gets up 
flips the table all pissed off and walks out uh, looking for someone who's heading back to paradise and then he comes up to a car that's getting gas and we find out he doesn't know Vinny at all but it's actually Vinny his buddy and he's asking for a ride to paradise and of course they're heading to paradise so they're like yeah sure uh, you know Christmas we'll, we'll give you a ride then we see Dave and Elvin running out to try and stop Bill but it's too late because they're already driving away and then in the car Bill hears this bang sound and that's what the noise is and they're like I don't, I don't hear anything you hear anything <laughs> no I don't hear anything at all and then they hear the, the bang sound again it's like oh that yeah we've been hearing that for a couple hours now oh he's just just been avoiding it don't worry about it and then Bill goes on about how he learned something new tonight and that he learned that he loves people and he met the girl that he loves and her name's Sarah and he's like okay Sarah huh and uh, Vinny's like well do you have a picture and he's like no the only picture I have in my wall is actually my mother and they laugh about it and then Bill shows them the picture of his mother and his wallet and that's when I think Vinny pulls out a gun and threatens to kill him and then he jumps out of the car and then there's some gunshots and Bill's running off because he's confused as to what's going on because he doesn't know what's going on at all like I said he doesn't know what what or who Vinny is at all he doesn't know anything about the situation then we see uh, Dave and Alvin going by on horse and Bill's pissed off and he stops them he's like you know what guys we need to have a real serious talk because someone just tried to kill me they pull up to the bank and they send the horse off on its way and Alvin's like you know stay away from the freeway then we see the guys getting into the bank as if it's unlocked which doesn't make any sense but I guess there's no money in it so why lock up the doors anyways and inside the bank Bill starts, starts telling his brothers how the guys start shooting at him once they showed him a picture of the mom and he's very confused by what happened Dave and Alvin keep wondering if they were alone and Bill keeps questioning them because like yeah there was just the two of them and Dave's like well were they alone now like because the whole time Dave's doing this he's like well do they have our mother and then of course Bill doesn't know anything about the situation he's like yeah it was just the two of them but they're alone, right? Yeah, it was just the two of them. And then uh, I think Dave tells Bill to be careful because they use the wrong key. It's going to set the alarm off again. And of course, he uses the wrong key and the alarm does go off again. Then the sheriff mentions the alarm is going off at the bank again. The cops all start to get ready to leave. And we see the vault doors are now locked as well because there's like the vault door and then there's the bar doors behind it. The bar doors are, are locked. And he's like, I don't have the key for that. Then we see the brothers running in the snow and they have a plan to put the money on the pastor's doorstep and knock and run away saying you know Merry Christmas essentially on the note then as they are running away the two stupid deputies find them and pull a gun on them he's like you know what get in the jeep now we're taking you guys away and we want the money then the cop sees the two uh, stupid deputies driving away saying you know what there's been trouble and every time there's trouble those two morons are always around so let's follow them then they notice that there's more people in the vehicle with them than the usual two of them. That's when the, the acting deputy takes the brothers to the Andersons' home because he thinks the three brothers are working with the Andersons to screw over the town and essentially the money must be somewhere at the Andersons' home. The deputy walks in and then into the Andersons' home and that's when Vinny's buddy literally takes a gun and pistol whips him in the back of the head knock him to the ground. And then we see Bill get into the house and he sees his mom he's like what are you doing here mom and she's like well you know just being held hostage on the birthday of jesus then the stupid deputy goes to sit down and he sits down on the organ keys and the whole organ starts playing music then dave tries to explain stuff and says how bill was tricked and then bill says there's no money and Vinny puts the gun to the mom's head he's like what do you mean there's no money and then bill tries to say how they are different people than when they started out this morning and dave tells Vinny they didn't put the money back in the bank they gave it to the church and Vinny doesn't believe them at all and wants to, wants to know who wants to die first essentially because somebody's going to die unless he gets his damn money. Then at this point the Anderson's home is surrounded by all the remaining officers and the FBI agents who come on the loudspeaker telling them to put the guns down and come out with their hands up. Then we find out the letter that Vinny wrote was fake because Dave wrote it. He wrote the note 
because he knew it was the only way to convince the mother and Bill to feel bad to make them come on this job or at least make Bill come on the job to get the money even though that wasn't really the plan that they were told but it was going to happen anyways then Bill keeps mocking Dave for being a liar and then somehow the slow deputy grabs a gun and shoots Vinny out the window and then the cops uh, start tear gassing the house and they like swarm right around Vinny and throw all their guns at him he's like well, hey you want to point some guns at me or something like what's going on here guys then as the that they're clearing out the house tripod comes running up for the the gas and the two fbi agents look down at him as he's humming because he's only got three legs he's like we didn't do that did we i don't think we did that i don't i don't really know and then we see everyone being taken into the police station to get everything figured out the police station's full of all the townsfolk and the FBI agent tells everyone to pretty much shut up so they can get the situation figured out. Then we see Sarah showing up to talk to the pastor who then shows her the money that showed up on his doorstep because she wanted proof that they did what they actually said they did. And then we see the FBI agent talking to Mrs. Anderson asking her to identify the three men who robbed the bank earlier today and she tells the agent that it wasn't the brothers and that the, the bank robbers aren't there. Then the slow deputy starts screaming spill on all three! The acting deputy I should say not the sheriff son uh then their deputy is saying the brothers are the thieves because they bought three ski masks from their store earlier today then the fbi agent wants to know what the brothers were doing at the time of the robbery that's when sarah walks in saying they were christmas shopping with her and then mr anderson also vouches for them as well then the pastor comes in with the box of money and gives it to the agent he's like you know it just showed up on my doorstep i don't know what you want me to tell you then the agent starts freaking out because nothing is making sense to him and the agent sits down to talk to three brothers and tells them you know you three are getting the chance of a lifetime and tells them to get the hell out of the building so then they all leave happy and they're with their mother of course and the mom says she is proud of them let me see the mom starting to pat down alvin seeing what he stole and she actually finds something on him he's like i bought that i swear i bought that and the mom doesn't believe him so she takes that I and mean, he's like come on guys tell her i bought it i actually did buy it ma give me it back let me see bill talking to sarah and he asked her how she would feel if he settled down in a small place like this and he opened up a store you know tried to help out the town and then she comes in and gives him a kiss that's a, like a romantic part of the movie then we see alvin on the bus uh taking the hat off of a person sitting in front of him putting it on top of dave's head and then the person turned around and alvin's pretending to be asleep and dave's just smiling like hi yeah i didn't do that but it's on my head now and then we see the bus driving away and alvin's like hey ma bill's still out there and she's like sit down and shut up he's happy just leave him alone and then they all uh, head off on their own direction. The Bill or Bill and Sarah are heading down the street together, and Dave and Alvin and the mom are heading back to New York. And that's the end of the movie. And it's just gonna be like a happy little happy ending for them, for Bill and Sarah at least. The, the other two brothers are probably just gonna be up back in jail within a week or two so that's besides the point though but yeah this is the first time i ever watched this and actually i enjoyed it i thought it was pretty fun uh, it's that stupid snl style comedy and i feel like it's an snl movie but i didn't do the research so it probably actually isn't i'm assuming there'd be something snl related in the the trivia or whatnot but yeah uh, i think it's a fun christmas movie i might add it into the rotation it's definitely a movie i could watch out of season as well just because of the setting and whatnot uh but on the rotten christmas scale i'm gonna give it a 7.5 out of 10 uh i like the the trio i like nicholas cage dana carvey and love it's all on their own but adding them all three together i thought was really fun and it makes a good combination of characters uh for sure but yeah i definitely highly recommend you guys checking out and like i said it's apparently on disney plus now or you can buy it cheap at walmart and the little discount bin you know for five ten bucks uh 
so it's not that big of a deal. But definitely check it out. I think you guys would definitely enjoy it. And which brings us to our movie we're going to watch next week. We're going to do another Christmas-related movie, just because it, we are still in December when this other episode's going to come out. Uh, we're going to watch for the first time ever. Uh, we're going to watch Mixed Nuts with uh, Steve Martin. It's a 1994 movie. Uh, I've never seen it before. I might have seen it on TV back in the day, like a long-ass fucking time ago, but I don't recall it at all. So I'm looking forward to that. I think it's going to be fun. I watched the trailer for it quickly and uh you can watch it on amazon or apple tv um but yeah definitely looking forward to watching it it's a comedy slash dark comedy for an hour and 37 minutes so it's a little bit quicker than this one but definitely a good movie nonetheless and well i don't know if it's a good movie i shouldn't say it's a good movie because i haven't watched it yet so i don't know i'm not a huge steve martin fan but i do like his 90s stuff a little bit more than the uh, the latter hopefully you guys will check that one out as well like i said again at the beginning of this podcast i appreciate everything you guys have been doing for me uh, i appreciate all the shares and reviews and comments uh just keep it all coming i love it i love seeing you guys enjoying it and i love seeing the numbers grow it just makes me feel good like i'm actually doing something good for once because uh, there's a lot of times you know i'm not going to get too much into it but there's a lot of times where you know even doing artwork i feel like the stuff sucks so i don't feel like i get the, the confidence boost that i should that everyone else says i should get but seeing that you guys do enjoy listening to my dumbass talk for some reason i don't know if it's a comedy aspect or the detailed aspect i don't, I don't know which one it is maybe it's a combination of both but i do appreciate it all and i will talk to you guys all soon like i said hopefully you guys all have a great christmas great new year we'll have another episode out before the new year anyways um but yeah i appreciate everything and i hope you guys all have a great time make sure to check out the links down below the outro music is by toronto-based horror band blood opera i'll have their gofundme stuff still linked down below as well and then my personal link tree link will be a little bit farther down at the bottom if you guys want to check out my instagram youtube facebook and all that kind of fun stuff and yeah until next time i'll talk to you guys all later peace i just did what the map said i made four lefts Four laps as I start going, you idiot! Are you sure? I am a whisperer.